Hey guys, for those of you that haven't joined us before, I'm John Harris. I'm a professional drummer and educator and best friends with me, Ben Jones. I am a professional bassist and educator. And over the last 15 years, we've been working, laughing and living together, navigating the ups and downs of teaching in higher education and having a jolly old time in the UK music industry. This podcast is our way to open the doors of our friendship and professional lives to discuss all things music and life. Welcome to our podcast, Beats and Best Friends. Hi guys and welcome back to Beats and Best Friends Season 2. We are here, we are so excited to be back with you guys and as you can see, things are a little bit different. We are coming from the video as well, which is not the right thing to say (laughs) (laughs) that's that's staying in that's staying in so obviously we wanted to offer you something a little bit more than what you got in season one so we are here in the podcast room over at icmp and we're live and you're going to get to see all the reactions and and everything else yeah so welcome back mate mate you too this is either going to be the greatest thing we've ever done or the worst worst. thing. I'm really excited to watch this footage back and be like, was that a good idea to film us? Yeah. I quite liked it last time that we weren't on camera, but I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be wicked. And like, it's just so nice to, to, for you guys to capture kind of what it's like when we're just sort of dying of laughter and, and also, you know, the emotion of what it's like. And I suppose also, you know, people that know us, know what we look like a lot of people don't but a lot of people don't and i think it's quite nice to sometimes put you know a, a face to a voice because, absolutely you know i suppose they can see on the logo when they go on the podcast but a lot of people don't know what we look like you know no, we could be absolutely we could be 75 year old um <laughs> not gonna i was gonna say something so offensive that i'm not gonna say that oh we, we, yeah, this is what i mean it's all jokes isn't old. it i don't know insert what, here whatever let's not get oh in trouble oh my god well it's so good to be back and obviously there's a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. So this first episode is more about catching everybody yeah. up. So when we released episode 10 of season one, it was June-ish time, I think it was, because we released in April. Yeah. So eight weeks, April, May. Yeah, it would have been around June, like end of June. Mm-hmm. And loads has happened. Obviously, we're back here for season two of the pod, but... Should we start from the top? Kind of like what's been going on in Behind the Beat? Yeah. We launched? Yeah. So let's talk about that. Well, so the timeline wise, we we were recording all of the podcasts yep. um, sort of early, weren't we? So yeah, we were almost right. like looking ahead of time. Yeah. So when you guys have kind of heard the podcast, we record them a long, long time before. Yeah. Whereas now, when we do these, there'll be a little bit more sort of, you know, to the present day. Yeah, totally. So we were almost like looking ahead to things that were going to be happening. Yeah. And then obviously we launched. Um, we've, I mean, by launching, we've started the Patreon page. Yeah. We had, we now have patrons. We've got patrons. Yeah. Which is amazing. So like, shout out to everyone that's joined behind the beat. Um, we've been making extra content for them every month. Yeah. Um, we're now doing this. Season two of Behind the Beat. Yeah. All the filming of that, which we'll talk about, and the, yeah. the tunes and everything. And and also releasing the company, right? So, yeah. we, you know, all the videos that we'd spent years making yeah. and everything that was kind of a work in progress actually got released to the world. I know. It's been a bit crazy. And, like, what what did you learn most about that whole thing? What 
what have you taken away from that crazy sort of three or four months where everything was just happening at once? Um, I the thing I liked is that we planned a lot of it in advance. We yeah. had a, a quite a clear indication of how things were going to go. Yeah. But I think also there was a lot of stuff we hadn't planned for. Yeah. Um, one of the, <laughs> definitely one of the big ones was kind of doing all of our extra content and trying to juggle yeah making all the videos also i mean we've been touring we've been teaching um yeah there's been a lot of stuff that's happened with family and bits and bobs and yeah. stuff and like it's ju- it was just a lot and i think nothing could have prepared us for that yeah but i've also really i mean we're going to do a whole episode on the extra content right but i've actually loved that what about what about for you i think it was the thing of the planning all those things you said mm. and then that moment when it all start you just start releasing it and you're like oh oh that's out now you know like i found that really tricky actually because it was like we did all this sort of like hyping up Mm. and then when it came out it was almost like oh i was expecting more fireworks or something but actually releasing stuff is literally just click yeah that's live now and of course that's great i actually really love that because it's really simple but at the time, I was like, should it feel like more? Should it feel like a more sort of massive occasion? We've launched the company. Because we had the launch party. That felt like a really big event. And then as things came out each week, it was just click, live, click, live. Yeah. And I think it's kind of just balancing out the work you have to put in. And then actually when you release, it's a very tiny event. It's not really yeah. that exciting. It's a click, right? But the thing, the work you put in to do it felt like it needs to be sort of like trumpets and, you know, fanfare. <laughs> gov. Episode two's out. Like yeah. it wasn't. It was like episode two's out. And you get the little notification on on a podcast or, you know, Spotify or whatever. And that was really cool. I did love that when I got up on like a Monday and we released it. It was like new, was it new releases, Beats and Best Friends episode six or whatever. Yeah. That was really cool. But I, d- I just was more, I wasn't really prepared for not the anti-climax, but like, do you know what I mean? It yeah. felt a strange thing when you put so much work into something and then all you do is just press a button and then that work is out there and you just sit there kind of like, are people into it? Like, yeah. <laughs> you don't know. Well, the the thing that I struggled with for the first, I suppose, couple of months was the extra content stuff. Yeah. So for, for those of you that don't know, um, that are not members of... Um, patreon page the the slightly higher package the guys get uh extra content every month so the the people on the on the, the sort of like the basic package yep. get uh the stems they get um all the videos the and they get a lot of the content that you the know, webinar the webinar they get all that stuff we've actually changed that now but the guys that are paying the the higher uh for the higher package they get a lot of extra content so i'd be in my studio doing all this stuff and uh, you know, putting together a new video and a new concept and stuff and do the video. I was like, this is amazing. I'm well happy with this. I've, I've really worked hard on this. I'm, I'm ready, ready to put it out to the Patreons. Yeah. And then you, you just like upload it onto the Patreon page and go, that's out. Okay. Is anyone watching it? Yeah. And luckily we had some feedback from from some of our Patreons and they were like, oh, I'm loving the content. And they were really happy. I was like, yeah. thank God for that because you know some of these videos take me like (laughs) half a day to a day to make there's a lot of stuff and we'll be talking about that in another episode but do they 
anyone actually watching what I'm doing? Like, is this worth it? You know, it's a weird, totally. it's a weird thing that, you know. I think if we link it back to music for a second, right? So let's yeah. say you rehearse and you prep for a gig. Mm-hmm. You do the actual gig. The gig itself mm. is putting it out there. This is totally different. It's like a if a tree falls and no one is there to hear it, does it fall or yeah. whatever that thing is. It's like if you press go and no one watches it, did it even happen? And it's like, I think that's the thing I struggle with is that because of gigging, it's been such a like, well, you can't deny the gig happened. It's, it's a massive thing. When the gig ends, you're like, oh, that was it. It's over now. When you get an applause, don't you? Yeah, you, you get, get a reaction. <laughs> Some people are like, well done. <laughs> you know? That is very true, actually. You wait. What I did love, though, was reading the reviews on the mm. podcast. So thank you to anyone who put a review in on the podcast. Um, and, you know, we've only got five-star reviews on there, which is lovely. Um, and I think that what I would love to do now is kind of engage the community a bit more. And so like yeah. the great thing about this going out on YouTube is that the comment section. So, you know, please like write in what you think and good and bad. Like we want all the feedback, you know, this is the first time we're doing a video podcast. Last time was the first time we did a podcast. Yeah. So we are not in any way thinking we're the experts of this. And there are, you know, there's some amazing podcasts out there with some serious production money behind them. But we just wanted it to be real, right? Like what I loved about season one was mainly the laughter and just like the silliness. Yeah. But actually, I know that it's going to get even sillier now we're here and I kn- <laughs> that, that, that I know people are watching yeah. us. Because otherwise, you know, what is this about? It's about us being honest, you know, and a lot of the feedback has been, it's been so refreshing to hear a podcast yeah. that talks about failures, that talks about when things don't go right, rather than, Here's my next big gig. Let me tell you more about the next great thing that's happened to me. It's yeah. like, you know. Well, I mean, something that was really refreshing and actually very touching today was, so we've we've just started back. So it's the first day of semester yeah. today. That's semester right. A at ICMP. Semester A? Semester I? Semester, semester A. Semester A. Semester I would be very okay. strange. It's been a long day. <laughs> semester, semester I, semester A. And um, one of the new students, Michael Anjo, yeah. so he's, he's an amazing drummer. Shout uh, out. Lovely guy, 100%. <laughs> He's been listening to the podcast and he's from Italy, yeah. which is awesome Amazing. because you, you don't know who's listening around the world. Mm. And he came up to me today and said, can I just say that I really enjoyed um, season one and also you being so vulnerable and also hearing about your failures rather than just all your successes. And I thought yeah. that was really lovely for him to like take the time out of his day to Definitely. say thank you and also just to share some nice words about the podcast. And that for me, not that I'm doing this for, you know, um, loads of positive feedback and and you know he's lying i am lying he's I'm not such lying. an attention-seeking positive <laughs> sponge yeah <laughs> I'm lying. no i know what you mean no, but you know what i mean but it's like it's still nice that you know you put in the work and you get something back and and, it's, and you've and you've you know you've reached someone at least yeah you know that's that's what we're doing this so it would be completely disingenuous to say that we don't we, we don't, don't do want it. feedback of course <laughs> we do but i think this is where the teaching thing comes in right yeah we don't teach for ourselves. We teach because we get to be involved in someone else's journey. We're not doing this for ourselves. We're doing this to be involved in other people's mm. lives. It's, you know, one thing I love about podcasts is that you feel like you know the person. Yeah. Like, you know, one of my favorite podcasts, um, How to Fail, Elizabeth Day, amazing podcast. Like, I've heard so many episodes now that, like, if I met her on the street, I'd be like, wow, I feel like I really know you because you've been so open about yourself and everything like that. 
and I think there's something really amazing about that that you mm. don't get in any any other forms of of you know media or whatever. I think there's something about the podcast with the video stuff you feel like you're a fly on the wall there. Whereas in the podcast, you feel it all in your head, don't you? Because like the mm. stories are, you know, you go there in your head, like you can't see hands, you can't see body movement. So the whole visual thing, I think that's going to be awesome. Like I'm really excited about that. So we, you know, obviously we're doing it for for the community, but we do want to get feedback on it. Yeah, you know, we want to improve it. We, you know, we're not just doing this for ourselves. We're doing it for the community, but we want to know what people want. So, you know, please do write in the comments section. Don't be afraid. And, you know, we want to hear your voices, basically. Indeed, mate. Um, so, like, what's, obviously I know, but do you want to tell everyone um, what's been happening recently? Like, what have you been up to in terms of music yeah. and then unrelated music things? Yeah, you know, for what's, sure. What's been going on in your, in your life recently? So, since we finished season one, um, so summer was, summer's always an interesting one for me because, because teaching stops, mm -hmm. but the job doesn't stop. And that's what's really funny. When I speak to students, they're like, oh, did you have a nice summer? I'm like, yeah, yeah it was great. They're like, oh, you know, must be really nice just for everything to stop. I'm like, I'm more busy when I'm not teaching than when I am because you're just planning for the next year. So you have to go into like review mode. We'll cut away. Had a burpee. Had a little burpee. That's why I got a second camera, mate. So like <clears throat> you go you go into review mode. So you do all the analytics, the data, the satisfaction, all that stuff. And then you're planning for the new year mm -hmm. and you think, oh, four months. That's loads of time. And then suddenly you're like, oh my God, it's on you before you know it. Yeah, yeah. But what's really great is I get to work from home a lot. So balancing that out with gigs gets a lot easier. So I think, you know, I did a fair few gigs this summer. And what's really interesting is that my partner and I, because of her family situation and where people live, we have a few options where we can go. So she goes down to her dad's place with our dog, which means that I spend a fair more bit of time back home doing gigs so I went down there at the weekend so I had this kind of weird sort of disjointed gigging and doing stuff in the week and then down to see her at the weekend and like actually it was really lovely because when nice. first of all when I saw her again I was absolutely like dying to see her mm. but also I was able to go and do way more gigging than I would have done in the the teaching semester so that was really lovely um so got to reconnect with uh the wonderful Hattie Keane who, yes. who I work with um, and we did Wayfest this year again, which was wonderful. And, you know, such a great band, full of students, full of alumni, which is so amazing. And they did such a good job. Um, so that was that. And then just lots of sort of normal little functiony things and stuff. But it was it was really lovely to get a bit busier and then come back now and go right back into teaching, back into the term, but also back into this. Because, you know, one thing reflecting on that first se season time just evaporates so quickly and yeah. like I really feel the pressure at the moment of like oh gotta get time to do that like you just said the additional content but also just the headspace for yeah. it like so Agreed. you know what obviously you guys don't know is that we've just come from basically mostly almost a full day's teaching come straight over set the mics up set the cameras up and suddenly you're not the tutor anymore we're back in yeah. beats and best friends mode and it's like that kind of headspace thing i i really love it but it, it it's tough right 
And when you're doing that, especially when you're thinking, okay, I've got this job, so I'm on this gig now. But then in the back of my mind, I'm like, right, we've got to do some behind the beat content. We've got to do this now. And it's just, it's that classic plate spinning thing. Um, But that, you know, summer has been really good. It's been tough with the family stuff. So our dog has been consistently struggling with his health, which has been... He does not have an easy ride, does he, bless him? It's really tough, man, because it really drains me out. And Mm. my partner as well, like, she is amazing. Like, absolutely, like, rock solid on this stuff. And... I don't know. It, you know, it really makes me think like I'm one of those people that actually I don't know if <laughs> think of that modern family episode where Cam's like, I don't think I'd be a very inspiring disabled person. Do you know what I mean? Like he says that because he's like, I haven't got it in me to be like super yeah. inspiring in adversity. And I really feel that. I'm like, God, you know, our dog has just struggled with a lot of stuff and I'm there going, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I so it's like, it really reveals to you like, what you've got in you. And I think I just being honest with myself, like I have really struggled with it because yeah, it's, it's, it's okay exhausting seeing like one of your family. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like a kid where you can go, I'm going to tell you what's happening to you. We're going to the doctors. They're going to do this to you. And even if they were little kids, they would still have an idea of what was happening. When you're a dog, you're taken into a room. You have no idea if you're coming out and that's really hard. Mm. So that has been tough and that's been ongoing. Well, anyone who's listened to the pods will know that this happened at the start of January. So this is all year for us. So that's tough, but feeling really positive now. Things are moving forward. We've got the medication almost right and he's doing a lot better. Good. So yeah, that's really lovely. But yeah, so that's kind of, you know, my updates and I know that there's loads that you've got to say. So why don't we why don't we go to you? Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> It's been a crazy year, to be honest. Yeah. Um, the, one of the biggest change is that we've got a cat. Yeah, you've we, joined the animal crew. We have. And um, she's the, the best thing that we've just ever experienced together. We've got little Nala. And those of you that uh, you know follow me on Instagram and stuff <laughs> will be sick <laughs> of my posts because she's like, I know it sounds pathetic. She's like my child. Like, yeah, you know, we totally. haven't got kids yet. And it's we're just so pathetic with her. And I don't care at all. And um, she's just amazing. We've just <laughs> recently got a spade. Yeah. Which she had, she had the cone of shame for a little bit, which was uh, <laughs> which was not nice. But she's fine now and it's all healed. And she's Good. um she's outside now and we've got a little tracker for her. And um, she runs around the little courtyard where we live oh. and plays with all the kids. Nice. It's amazing. Um, and she's just so beautiful and affectionate. And she, we said that she'd never, ever sleep in the bedroom with us. She sleeps on my pillow with me <laughs> because I'm pathetic. <laughs> no, it's and- not. <laughs> I am such a, I'm such a defender of this. It's like, if you want your pet to sleep with you, do it. Yeah. It's, we've got, it's just, you know, I, again, those of you that have kids, I'm not saying that having a, a cat is like kids, but like seeing seeing the way that like Claire is with her is just beautiful. And it's just, we've got something that we care for together. And it's just, um, you know, we're getting married next year. Yeah. And it's just like, Big year. we've just got this, with a start of our little family and we've got our engagement party coming up the end of this year. Yeah. Um, so it's just, it feels like everything's starting to come together. Um, so that's lovely. Uh, I finished the garden. Yeah, which that was has a big been project. Like, mate, it's been like ongoing and my dad helped me with it and it just looks amazing. So we've been like chilling all summer in the garden. <clears throat> so that's been amazing. And one of the biggest tours I think I've probably yeah. ever done is coming up next week. So yeah, big one. Uh, one of the MDs that I know really well, 
um, Vincent Benjamin, who's uh, a, just a beautiful Austrian man. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, mate. I just love that man. I think he's awesome. <laughs> Um, he got me, so I, I played for, for Holly Johnson years ago before COVID and then he kind of took a couple of years off and now he's come back and it's, I can't remember if it's the 35th or the 40th year of the band, the band or, or Relax or The Power of Love. It's There's a big anniversary, anniversary. Yeah. I should probably know this, but there's a big anniversary. <laughs> That's why the tour is happening. And... Holly actually Frankie goes Hollywood got back together for one show for the for the Eurovision Song Contest oh, yes. so that was massive the tour sold out in like it was quick yeah. it was really so quick a lot of big fans and they've had to uh, cancel some venues to, and basically rebook them to have bigger venues because there was nice. so much demand um, we're finishing at the London Palladium which sold out in like an hour They've had to put on an extra show for the London Philharmonic. Yep. Uh, sorry, Liverpool Philharmonic because yep. it was sold out so quickly. So awesome. it's just going to be amazing. We've done uh, quite a few weeks of rehearsals and then we go off to, we fly off to Amsterdam nice. next Monday, I think it is. Yeah. So I've just been getting my kit sorted. Um, there's a couple of, I've changed the sizes of some of my drums for this tour so I've had to get extra hard cases I've just been ordering those like stuff that you forget about so I've had to order like 20 pairs of sticks yeah so yeah. I'm endorsed by Vata really lucky to endorse them so they sent me over a massive brick of sticks I've had to get loads of spares for like skins and yeah, just of loads of spares for everything um, shout out to Flash who is my drum tech on this tour. That's such a great He's drum just tech the name. greatest dude Of course it's Flash. Ever. Yeah, Couldn't... really long hair, cool <laughs> as fuck. He's such a lovely man. Flash, I, I think he listens to this, so shout oh, out well, well. Um, So that's been amazing. And I'm really, I feel really prepared for that tour. That's a good feeling. Yes. That's a great feeling. It's been uh, like quite intense, the rehearsals, because there's, there's lots to do, there's lots of track. Yeah. Everyone's doing a lot yep. so some of the keyboard players are actually playing triggers now like sampling oh, nice, stuff off nice. my yeah. SPDSX there's a lot of different things to consider um, and the set list there's, there's I mean the intro is just the greatest thing ever it's so 80s oh who doesn't love an 80s so intro excited. how long's the set what is the working set at the moment it's about an an hour and a half nice so a I classic think. kind of 90 minute yeah Nice. I think, and I think we've got support on the tour as well. Nice. But the the thing I'm most excited about is the last day of the tour, which is the twenty. Well, sorry, it's the last day of the UK tour, and then we go off to Ireland. So yeah. the uh, I think it's the twenty seventh of October is the London Palladium. Yeah. And they've got these massive screens that they're bringing in. Nice. And they've got visuals for like the whole show. Oh, wow. So it's all to track. That's There's like cool. crazy things that happen with like hits I'm doing and just like old videos that got banned and stuff. Oh, wow. Like, I think that's what's happening. Oh, that's cool. So there's lots of like stuff that's going to be happening. And also my whole family, Claire and some of her friends are going to be there. And then the next day is our engagement party. Wow. So that's going to be a way to finish so off well. that. That's yeah. amazing. So, yeah. yeah. I just, I feel I've worked so hard for yes. so many years. Confirmed. And I feel, thanks, mate. <laughs> and I've, I've really wanted a tour like this. And I've done stuff for Holly before, but it's nice to know now that I've kind of You've reached that level and it's yeah. it's happening and the tour's going to be big. And it's it's not like we're 
you know, nothing there's not there's anything wrong with this, but with the, some of the Odyssey stuff I do, yeah. you know, we're on the bill with loads of different artists. It's nice to do a tour again where it's headline. It's, it, we're the headline, it's just us and the band's cooking. Yeah. And I just I just want to get on the road now. Yeah. That's man, that is awesome. And yeah. it, you know, clearly it is the what's the phrase? It's chickens coming home to roost, but in the good way, not the bad way. You know when you say, oh, you've done something bad and then bad things happen. It's, oh, it's your chickens coming home to roost. It's your chickens of work coming home to roost and this is why you're in this position. It's not like an accident. You didn't like, oh, I stumbled into this tour. Like, knowing you for as long as I have, like, this was inevitable, but it is in direct correlation to how much work you've put in, like, without a doubt. And I think, you know... Talking about lessons and, you know, we know students will be listening to this and other musicians, like there is absolutely no substitution for hard work. Mm. It's as simple as that. Yeah. You know, yes, there is an element of luck sometimes and you bump into someone and one day you meet them and maybe they're a, a networking opportunity that leads on to these things. But luck is only half of it. Luck will get you in the room. Work will keep you in the room. Yes. Right. You can stumble into an opportunity and totally screw it up. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, well, you know, it wasn't meant to be. So, well, maybe you just didn't do enough work. Yeah. Simple as that. Like, or have you reviewed your part in this? Because, you know, I, I remember if I'm, tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right here. The connection to Vins was one day you did open day and you were both in the open day band. And that was ages ago. Because I'm maybe. sure that's what it was. And you said, oh, Vins has messaged me and has offered me this because you played in that. I'm 99% sure yeah. that's what it is. It's a weird thing to forget, but um, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. And it's like, yeah, you, it, it was just an open day thing, an ICMP open day thing. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's not like you met a jam night or whatever. It's mm. like, no, you you showed up prepared, you know, and it, it shows. So work gets noticed. It's really, it's not a rocket science to go, well, if you just show up and be, prepared and be good but like good yeah. is an obvious thing you've got to play your instrument right but like if you turn up and just do the job but also do it in a way that's really engaging and like says to someone look we could probably be on the road for a few months i'm not an arsehole yeah we can get on you like beer i like beer let's talk about shows <laughs> yeah. whatever it may be like it doesn't matter what you bond over but like that is part of the job as well in fact you know we're going to talk about some of this stuff as we go through the season but like the headspace that you bring into those events or those opportunities is just as, if not more important than the hands on the kit, hands on the bass, the instrument itself. Yeah. That's kind of a given, right? Yeah, I, I think I, I really hate it when people go, you're so lucky. Because if you think the most about... bullshit statement yeah, in the world. It's not luck. I fucking hate it because it's like, if you, if you look at anyone that's had major success, yeah. if you look at athletes, if you look at... Um, you know, famous musicians, yeah. you know, presenters, whatever. They haven't just been plucked off the street no. and just been like, oh, you'll, you'll do. Yeah. They've, they've, you put yourself in situations and you, you make your own luck, right? You do. So it's like, Absolutely. I totally with, agree. when you meet people, especially in the music industry, like I'm, you know, I'm 35 now and I've been doing this for a long time. And it's taken me a long time to, to uh, nurture those organic relationships. Totally. It's not, you're not like, bombarding people with emails and just hoping for that lucky break it's it's taken me years to be in a position where you know someone like Vins will go do you know what John's a nice guy he preps he can do the job because the if job. I was an MD um, and I, which I've done before the people I want on my gigs are people that I know are 
I, I like them. Yep, number one. And the first and foremost, I need to know that they can do a good job. Yeah. And then is it going to be, if they're good on stage, how are they going to be off stage? So are they going to be a pain in the ass? Yeah. Are they going to get back to my emails? Um, are they going to so look good on one. stage? Are they going to iron their? Do you know? Are they going to iron their clothes? <laughs> yes, like, totally. there's things like this. So I, I really for totally. that for that sort of touring. You know, when I look at the Holly Johnson band, they're all pros and they're all pros not just at their instrument with everything they do. So yeah. they know how to act in a social situation. Yeah. When you know, let's put this into into context. If Holly comes in, um, if we start the rehearsals, yeah. Holly usually doesn't come in for the first day of rehearsals. He comes in for the second and third. So yeah. he wants to come in and basically feel like his band are on it. Yeah. And also, you know, Vince picks the band, but Holly has the final say. Of course, it's his band. It's his band. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So you've got really got to think about that. And, and being professional is just all about, you know, his perception of you is, is so important to staying on the gig. Totally. You know, and I was thinking about this the other day. Like, you're not Holly's original band, mm-hmm. and this music has got so much heritage attached to it, right? So, bit of heritage from the old Ben Jones family, for example. My mum and dad's first dance was "Power of Love," no and it's my way. one of it's their favorite song. So, lots of people out there will have memories from the '80s of these songs, and you know. Even the the culture of what was going on back then, if you think about Frankie Says Relax, the T-shirt, one of the most famous slogans in the 80s kind of um, memorabilia sort of stuff. So when you go on that gig, you're not just playing the Holly Johnson songs or the Frankie Goes to Hollywood songs. You're stepping in to a historic place in music. And that is a different kind of headspace. It's not like you're going on a gig with a new artist that hasn't had their story yet. You're stepping back into the past. And that alone is a huge pressure to think about. You know, if you don't do your research, for example, if you don't know who Holly Johnson is or what what that music meant at that time or the fact that, um, was it Trevor Horn did all the, mm. the, the, the music with him? These are things that might make people go, do you actually know what this gig's about? Like, yeah. you know, you need to do a little bit of research on that as well. So I think there's something there for aspiring musicians, not just the gig, the context of the gig. Who is the person in front of me? If they're a new artist, what can I find out about them? What can I do to show them not only am I great on my instrument, but I actually get what they're doing? Yeah. You know? Well, we say to the to the students every year, you know, for the house band stuff that we're doing. Yeah. If they show up and you know they're reliable, because, you know, for us on the program as well, I don't want extra work. Nah. I want to know that the guys that I pick for the house band are going to show up and do a good, uh, good enough totally. job. And also, most of it's about being reliable. Like, I know that they're good players. They've played those tunes yeah. before because they've done them in first year. I want to know that the level five or the second year is basically going to come up and, and cause me no stress because I've I've got so much you know other things going on. I don't want them to have to be thinking, is that person going to show up to totally. do their house band duties? Because if they're not, I don't really want them to... Well, it comes back to you. Yeah, it comes uh, back ultimately, to me. like, you know... If that doesn't, yeah, exactly. And like it brings us both into because yeah. I'm gonna have to have a conversation, be like, John, what's going Like the trickle down effect of reputation is so powerful. Yeah. And like actually, this came to me when you were having that conversation. One of the best things I've seen on the on on the Netflix <laughs> God, I sound like a granddad. On the Netflix. on the Netflix was the Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary, Arnold. Mm-hmm. 
Amazing. Loved yeah, that it. Was good. Loved it. And the first thing he said was the bit of advice that his father gave him. Be useful. Whatever you do, be useful. Mm. And I think that that is some really good advice for any aspiring musician. It's not be good. That's kind of implied. Be useful. Make someone's job easier. Make someone's job more enjoyable. Make someone's day a little bit brighter because you were there to do that for them. Because otherwise, you're all chasing the same stuff. If it's about playing ability, well, put 50 drummers in front of an MD and say, well, they all play the same. What? I, I want to know what else I get then. Yeah. What, what's the bang for my buck here? So if you're thinking about becoming an aspiring musician or whatever, think about the extra mile. What can you do? You know, I bet if you walked in there and said to Holly, you know, uh, you know, in conversation, somebody came up a, a song or something and you're like, oh yeah, I love that song. Actually, you know, my mum and dad, it was their first dance. Like, and you know, I know that that song was really amazing. Like, it's just, it means you care a little bit more. Yeah. You're not like money, money, money. It's all I care about. It's like, because that, you can sniff that out a mile yeah, away, of right? Um, so that's just something to think about, I think, for, for musicians. Like, what's there more than just the gig? Yeah. What can you do to be useful? Yeah. Be useful. Be useful. That was not a bad impression. I think that's I'll keep pre- that in. That's pretty that's good. Pretty good. pretty good, yeah. I think as well, you know, um, sort of be useful. I just said that. You can't just say oh, that I'm and make it feel thing. like... I'm using your thing. Luckily, we have it on record. Yeah, you, you said it, all right. You said it. But... Go, going the extra mile can be, you know, Vin's rung me up the other day and was like, oh, have you got a, um, an SPDSX? And I was like, yeah, I've got I've got one. I can bring it along to the session. And he's like, have you got any trigger pads as well? And I was like, yeah. So yeah. it's like ticking all the boxes. And he's like, have you got this? Yes. Yeah. Have you got this? Yes. And to be fair, even if I didn't, you I'd probably go and get it. This is it. Just because you can be that guy then. And I think I went to my um, studio the other day and I was looking around and I was like, I've got a lot of stuff. Yeah. But I like that I've got that because that's been years of needing a certain thing for a certain session. Exactly. So I've just, you know, saved up for it or, you know, I don't know, collected it over the years. And now when someone says, have you got this? I'm like, yeah, I've got it. Yeah. And I think that's where the experience comes in. Not saying that everyone needs to go out and buy loads no. of stuff, but it's just... But there is a... There's certain things I need for certain situations now that after the, the years of experience, I've got that stuff. Exactly. You can be reliable. Exactly. You know? And that's what experience is as well. Yeah. It's not just the doing of it. It's like, oh, and that situation taught me that. So then I did this. Like, you know, it, it's so important that we take away more than just I've done a gig. It's yeah. like, yeah, but what have you learned from that gig? Like, you know, what would you do differently? And this is why we do so much reflection on the program. It's like, mm. I don't actually care what the students play like. What I really care about is what they think about it and what they would change. Because ultimately, in three years' time, they'll be on their own gigs. No one's going to check in on them. Mm. No one's going to say, so what did you think about that gig? Like, what would you do differently? It's like, no, that's on you. And if you need to go and buy some triggers, if you need to do something else, it's like, that's on you. Yeah. And, and as a creative freelancer, no one checks up on you. So newsflash it's on you or no one else and again that's another professional skill set um so that kind of like wraps up the update of what we've both been up to over the summer which is very exciting um so let's talk a little bit about behind the beat season two yeah so we've I mean, first of all, for the podcast stuff, we've got yeah. some riffs. So for the Beats and Best Friends, we've got some really cool yes. episodes coming up. I'm, I'm, first of all, I'm, mate, I just want to say I'm so excited that I know, we're back here. I really love these couple of hours each week, and it, it feels like we've never really left. I know. Um, but we've got, so for those of you that are, are listening, 
um, and watching now, uh, we've got some really cool, I'm really excited actually for our guests that we've got coming on. Um, we've got a really interesting episode coming up on sound limiters. Um, we'll explain what these are. It seems to be a real thing at the moment in the UK and yeah. we're going to have a bit of a rant and a bit of an angry rant about it. Yeah. And also ways maybe to combat that as well. Yeah. Um, get around that. We've got some more mental health stuff. We've got an episode on how we create our, our content for all the extra videos and for our Patreons. Uh, and struggles we've had along the way and successes. Plenty and to talk about there. God, and wanting to break everything in your path because yeah. it's not working out. I mean, even with this, we've had a few, you know, things that we'll do differently next time yeah. and, and a few learning curves. Um, one about, you know, getting into the industry and, and yeah. what to expect, um, things to prepare for, because I love what I do. And I know you do as well. I for love sure. my job. But there's some there's some sacrifices you have to make and Huge. there's definitely things that are very different than having a nine to five. Totally. Um, so we're going to talk about that, which would be really cool. Um, and just, yeah, I'm, I'm, we've got some extra ones as well, but I'm just, I'm really excited to just crack on with season two now. It's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm really excited to have this as well, have some visuals. Yeah. I think it's going to be cool. It's weird because I think with season two, obviously we, we had the lessons learned from season one. So, you, you know, it's like every good plan, you're like, Okay, so we'll do this. Let's give ourselves more time. Because mm-hmm. like last season, we did it quite short. And we, we did all right because we did like three three episodes in one day. Yeah. Very tight. That was a tough day. So we were like, right, let's not do that. That's silly. Let's do four episodes over two days. So we'll double our time. Lovely. And what happened? We ended up even more stressed yeah. than the last time because things go wrong. And I think one of the things that I learned over that time was you have to put those feelings in a box to deal with them. So, for example, when we did season two, that night of filming, my partner and my dog were both really unwell. So I got no sleep or maybe like two hours sleep. And I was already quite worried. I was, you know, I wanted to do a great job. I wanted to be ready to go. I wanted to feel fresh. But that's not what life handed me. And that's not my partner's fault. She had food poisoning. It was absolutely horrendous. She was out for like 11 days. It was terrible. But the show must go on. Mm. We couldn't cancel season two. We had everyone booked. It was time to go. So I remember waking up going, okay, here we go then. We're going to go in there. And I, you know, we'll talk about this more in the episode, but like, there was so much there that I struggled with and I really like got in my own head and because you know, basically you cannot stop. This is this train ain't stopping. You are on it till the end. You have to get over the line. And then obviously we had the thing with the, the memory cards, which was just like, yeah, it's so much. And I think what I love about this job and what I love about being able to talk about it is that hopefully it gives everyone permission to just like, give themselves a break because I think I've gone in there with way too much pressure and way too much naivety of like yeah but we're great educators we do this every day we can do this there is a very big difference between doing it live where you can edit in real time and going we've got to do that again yeah or this thing is now stopping us from doing it and time marches on so that that for me was like Season two was some of the best and worst moments for me of this company so far. Yeah, me too. And I love that, though, because yeah. you get the ups and downs, don't you? 
I think yeah, and that kind of leads me on to I think we'll we'll wrap this up. Now, yeah. But, um, I I just want to say a massive shout out to anyone that creates content out there because oh, yes. it's it can be, and I know you know if you do, you'll you'll feel our pain. But like it can be, you haven't checked one of the memory cards yep. and you run out of memory halfway oh. through shooting, and you've done like an hour shoot because when we're doing the season two stuff and even with this, you know, it's a lot of footage because you're looking at like an hour worth of footage per video and or one of the lights breaks or you haven't pressed record on one of the cameras or there's there's so many moving parts yeah. for it to work and if one thing goes down you've just got like you know we did that great lesson and <sighs> then something happened with the memory cards and we yeah. were like yes we've done it and then no so basically <laughs> like step back and go got to do that again yeah and you're really happy yeah. with the first one and to get back in that mindset and be like we've just got to do this now yeah it's really hard really hard and there's gold in the second time though Oof. there's yeah. gold in the second time you got to look for it but i remember when we did there that was, yeah, was. i was like i remember looking at you going this is actually better this time and i think that's the thing like we will go into this in much more detail yeah. but essentially it's all part of the journey. Yeah. It really is. And like anyone who does this for a living, anyone who creates content professionally for a living, you are superhero, you know, superhero, superhero humans. Like it is <laughs> so impressive. And yeah. I know that there's teams behind people and certain people, but most people are doing it on their own. Yeah. Like us, very much like, let's keep the costs down. Like, you know, we're not made of money. Um, so if you're out there doing it, we see you, we love you, we respect you. Keep it coming because yeah. this is this is so great. Um, so takeaway and just also one other thing. Oh, good. Uh, just want to say thank you. Oh, yes. To anyone yeah. that's listened to the podcast, our Patreons, um, anyone that's shown us some love on social media, like it really, you know, makes our days. Yeah, and it, does. um, it doesn't go unnoticed. And you know, we've had. Uh, we've looked through the analytics and, and there's been a lot of peop people supporting this podcast. So thank you so much. And please, like, if you want to hear anything or if you want some shout outs, write in the comments. Um, we, we love what we do. Yeah. And um, we really, really appreciate all the support. Yeah, definitely. Like, and, you know, please spread the word. Please subscribe. Mm -hmm. Please do all the normal things that support this channel because ultimately... We just want to get it to as many people as possible yeah. so we can keep the conversations going. I think what I'm really excited about with this is the comment section because we've never had that on the pod. You can only have word of mouth, really. You can't do comments in the same way. So if you've got feelings about it, please let us know. Like We are going to read every single one. You know, Obviously, it'd be nice if you had something productive to say. If you don't like it, don't watch it. It's really simple. Yeah. No one's asking you to stay here. Um, but if you've got stuff to say and you think, oh, this might make it better or we'd love to talk about this, just ask us. Like, you yeah. know, we would love to hear from you. Um, but yeah, we have been so moved by the support. Um, and obviously, we're going to keep going. We love what we do. Um, and we're just here, here for our community, basically. So wrapping it up then. Yeah. First episode back. What's your takeaway? I... My takeaway is um, Chinese. No, I'm joking. Um, I uh, that's great. I just I'm just excited to be back. Yeah. I just I'm I'm really excited to just crack on with season two, um, and keep doing what we're doing. To be honest, and just keep having these conversations, keep learning. Like I hope everyone can see that's watching or listening to this. That myself and Ben, you know, we've been doing this for quite a few years, um, but we every day, and I can't stress this enough, is a school day. Yeah, we learn every single day, totally. whether it be you know, uh, on our instruments or doing this or teaching or being in the industry or whatever, 
you know you're constantly learning and 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 that's a beautiful thing and i think you know embrace that don't don't look at it as oh it's just so overwhelming there's so much like just take a breath and take yeah. your time and you will, you will always be learning yeah you know what no matter what you do so just take the time and and, and give yourself a break sometimes I think. but that's the gig the gig is learning like life is learning it's not about winning or losing it's no. about what did i take away from that situation yeah. and my takeaway you, yeah. yeah my takeaway is just the be useful thing because i think mm. i wish someone would have told me that a few years ago i mean like, like think about the other things how could you be useful to someone and i think that that's something that i would say to anyone out there consider what you're doing off your instrument or off microphone or whatever your instrument may be because that might be having much more of an impact on your gigs and your growth than your playing is so think about that and welcome back we're so happy to be back it's so lovely we are and we'll see you in episode two have a great rest of the day subscribe like all the stuff it's underneath us follow us on insta all those things we'll see you on the next one take it easy episode one done been listening to beats and best friends a behind the beat production it was recorded at icmp queens park the intro music features john harris on drums ben jones on bass adam goldsmith on guitar and nick Ferry on keyboards thanks for stopping by and we'll see you on the next session <laughs>